Hello, everybody, and welcome back to listening to me speak. This is Abel, and I want to talk about a couple things today. First of all, I want to touch base on something that is kind of uh, something that I sort of been taught in many ways by by Madonna, of course, uh, and because of that reason, it feels very personal to me. Um, expressing yourself is something that we should all do. We are always encouraged to do that from school to home to, you know, in social situations to um, anything really. When you're trying to make a mark for yourself in a way, it's kind of like expressing yourself. If you're in a group at school and you're dressing up differently, you're expressing yourself. If you're in art class and you're making an art project, you're expressing yourself. When you are performing something like a play, maybe you're expressing yourself. There's a lot of ways to express yourself by the way you dress, by the way we talk, the things we do, art that we make, um, dances that we perform. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to express oneself. This can become for me has become something very as part of my dna expressing myself is what i do from the moment i open my eyes i feel like it's my right and this sounds real real entitled um i feel like it's my human right to be able to do that because i live in a free country thankfully thank god um and i'm able to do that you know even if i want to wear a pair of socks that's let's say really bright colored and and funk funky and with good crazy shapes that's a way to express myself okay the way i wear my hair or the clothes i wear but sometimes this can come at a cost it is sometimes really difficult to kind of be welcomed by everyone when you're expressing yourself in many ways so an artist or someone who dares to go outside of the norm can tend to have a little bit of a hard time being accepted by others. And that's okay because not everybody is the same and not everyone is equal. However, expressing yourself sometimes can hold you back or sometimes in a way it can sort of backfire on you. It's happened to me many times where perhaps I overdressed for an occasion and I felt very out of place. I didn't feel comfortable and that couldn't happen. You know, sometimes if you're in a dinner or you're, you don't have a filter and you're talking about things that are not necessarily politically correct or, you know, religion or politics or things of that nature, you can make people uncomfortable. Expressing yourself can be a very difficult bridge to walk on sometimes expressing yourself can get you in trouble okay sometimes expressing yourself can make you a winner so it's a very twisted way to live but very fun i cannot stop and i will never stop but at the same time it is good to kind of stop and to kind of look around 
and engage your audience. See where you are. Figure out what it is that you want to push through. Pushing ideas and pushing buttons is a good thing. However, depending where you are, you know, if you're going to become a nuisance for saying something irrelevant or not nice, there's a way that you can kind of maybe just leave that out and express yourself in a different way. You know, sometimes wearing an outfit that's a little bit three much can be really fun, but sometimes it can be over the top. So as I've been saying lately, it's good to have exchanges with people. Expressing yourself in the right way can lead to many amazing connections and you can build yourself and do well around others. But sometimes if you're just one of those people like me, that's a little bit too much about everything, it's all right to take it back a little and say, you know, maybe I, don't, I won't wear those crazy glittery shoes today because it's probably not going to look good in, you know, this particular instance. So let's go for these other shoes or, you know, it's good to sort of keep your mind open, change your thoughts and ideas. So expressing yourself is great, but it's always good to look around and make sure you're not expressing yourself and being five much, four much, three much, even too much. So I am going to be 46 years old this summer. It is very difficult for me to consider getting older in that way of a number because I see that people get old when they stop wondering, when they stop learning, when they stop wanting to do fun things. And I don't want to ever be that person. I know my body is starting to get older. I can tell I'm getting great chest hair and I'm starting to get my face is looking a little bit different. And for me, it's really scary because I never thought this day would come soon where I'd be in my mid forties and I would now consider myself or picture myself in my fifties. I know that's still, you know, a few years away, but I'm still already considering that, you know, when I first remember when I was a young boy and I started having actual thoughts about age, I remember my mom. And I remember thinking, wow, she's old when she was 34. I remember thinking, wow, she's a, an old person, you know? And now that I am so beyond that, I am 10 years beyond 34 or 11, I should say. I feel the same as I ever did when I was 20 something, but I feel a lot more confident. I feel a lot more, I feel more compassionate. I feel more understanding and I am grateful that I am not the same able that I was when I was in my twenties or in my thirties. The thing about me though, that it's difficult and I don't know, maybe happens to some of you, I guess the norm is that you're supposed to start kind of doing different things. You're not supposed to be wanting to do crazy wild things anymore. You're not supposed to be, you know, doing 20 year old things. And I understand that. I don't want to do 
you know, I don't want to go to Magic Mountain every weekend, of course. I don't want to do the mall. I don't want to do things like this because I'm no longer in the H group. I don't want to go to the crazy clubs. I mean, I do want to go to a crazy club once in a while. And that's sort of where I get caught. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to kind of discuss. Sometimes I feel like my brain is still really immature for a 45-year-old body that's supposed to be kind of getting more settled into becoming a 50-year-old eventually more refined, more classy, more whatever it is you're supposed to be. For me, it's really difficult because I feel like I look like I'm in my late 30s, or that's how I like to consider myself in my brain so that I can project that to the world. And actually, people do confuse me for being younger, which I kind of love. Um, I haven't gotten Botox or fillers. I probably will one day, but I don't want to look like I'm stuffed in my face. So that's where I kind of kind of have a battle. I love people who get, you know, stuffed their face with Botox and, and fillers. I love plastic surgery. I think it's great. Um, you know, everyone thinks that changing your face as you get older is a sin. And if you change your face, it's frowned upon by most people. The thing is, your face is going to change regardless. Time is going to do what it's going to do. And your face is going to change. So no matter what you think, we're all going to change. Some people are going to look really filled. Some people are going to look really wrinkly. Some people are going to look gaunty. I don't know. Everyone's going to look different. I don't know what I'm going to look like, but I am not afraid to get old. But the thing is this, I don't know what to do about my brain. I have a young person's brain. Either way, I still want to be wild. I still want to go out. I still want to have fun. I want to go to concerts. I want to go to shows. I want to go to clubs. I don't want to do it all weekend, every weekend, but I definitely, definitely, definitely want to continue to be a fun person and have a great time. Talking about age, it's interesting when a song or something happens that takes you back to what it all began in a way for me as a young teenager i was very impressed by all the gothic punk rock music and all my friends at the time were very gothic and very cool and very punk rock so i became obsessed with that culture but prior to that there was something else even more deep that got me really good and it's funny, I didn't really think about it until recently. It's been coming a lot toward me. Um, one of my friends is going to see this in New York with her little daughter. Um, I saw an ad for it the other day. I happened to hear one of the songs from it. There's this connection that I have with the Phantom of the Opera. And when I was in 1992, April, I remember correctly. Um, I was in junior high and I was very nerdy. I was in the seventh grade. There was an outing to the Amundsen Theater in downtown LA to see the Phantom of the Opera. I'd gone to an opera when I was a little kid, but I couldn't really remember. Um, all I knew was I was supposed to dress up and it was supposed to be this amazing thing. I, of course, um, got permission, got my tickets, and my mom bought my tickets and my aunt, and they basically were so happy for me. Um, 
my aunt helped me to get a suit. So I got this green suit. Um, it was, I mean, now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no style at the time. I was like still learning all these things. I don't know. <laughs> and we got there, a school bus that picked us up from, it was Carnegie Junior High in Glendale. And I remember sitting there in my big man suit. It was so awful. And I see all my schoolmates coming along and everyone's getting in the bus. Everyone's dressed up. And I noticed that there's this kid that were cool looking. They were like kind of punk rock. And when I saw them coming that day into the bus to go into the, to go see the, the play, they were dressed up so cool. One of them was wearing like a velvet jacket, red with leather pants. And the other one was wearing a green, dark green velvet outfit. And they both had like really cool hair. And I just, they were so cool looking. I was like, that, that changed my life forever. When I saw them arriving, I was so intrigued. I was... For the first time in my life, I knew what I wanted to look like. I knew that that was going to be the way I was going to present myself to the world. I always wanted to be extra dressed, but with a little bit of uh, an edge. I never wanted to be normal. When they showed up, I saw everyone just look at them and everyone just stopped. And it was like a moment in time that I'm never going to forget. It gets better and better though. As we get to downtown LA, we of course get out and start going into the Amundsen Theater. It's my first time there, so I am completely, you know, completely at odd and just with my mouth open. Everything was so beautiful in there. And we go in and basically the show starts. The music and I really bonded thereafter. Um, I used to listen to it all the time and I just, I love that whole feel of it it's very dark but it's very beautiful and it's a love story and i mean it's just really amazing um i've been listening to the soundtrack on my way to work and on my way home lately and i just i remember at the time i didn't speak english really well i was still learning um so i my english was really not that great and i remember that I pretended what I that I thought I that I thought I knew what the words were saying and the words of the songs, but today I realized that I really didn't because I was looking at the lyrics and um, it's a very it's a very deep story and I love it and I just it really made a mark on me because everything I saw that night was so magical, so beautiful. And I was on my own. I wasn't with my family. I wasn't with my friends, friends. I didn't really know these people because it was a new school. And again, I didn't really speak English. So I was pretty much on my own. And I felt for the first time as an adult, even though I was only in the seventh grade, I felt it was my first time really experiencing the world on my own. And I wanted to kind of capture that and just become that so I feel like that is one of my roots that night and to top it off right before or right when the show ended there was a voice that came onto the microphone that said do not panic so everyone in the theater panics of course and it happened to be the same night unfortunately that the LA riots had begun so 
that night, our school bus actually caught on fire. So we actually had to be held back in the theater and wait for a different bus to come pick us up because all the disturbances were going on outside um, due to the LA riots. Again, this was April 1992. Um, and it's funny how when something really touches you, like the Phantom of the Opera did for me, it really carries with you throughout your entire life. There's so many things that are now part of me that have being part of me because of that reason because i went to that show and i saw what i saw i felt the music i had an emotions that i'd never felt before it was something so unique and beautiful that i that i for now and forever have love of opera of the arts of instruments of a stage all of it and it really marked me thereafter became i became a little bit more of a gothic punk rocker person and club kid which was really fun but it's all part of that route and i don't know what the, those kids names were that showed up that day dressed up but i want to thank them because they really gave me that contagious feeling of style i don't know how but it was transferred on to me and I just, I've never left me since. And I encourage you all to always do something that reminds you of where you came from or the route that you are now. Think back when you were still a young teenager or impressionable, what gave you your thing that made you who you are today? I mean, there's probably a lot of things, of course, but there's always one thing that drives you that way if i even look back further when i was even younger there's even more things and we're going to talk about that more in a different podcast but i just wanted to let you guys know that the phantom of the opera is so amazing and i am so jealous because some of my friends are going to new york really soon to see it and i want to go with them so bad i want to maybe surprise them that would be so fun anyway i'm going to keep listening to it and thank you for listening to me Okay, now to fashionable, fabulous talk. So, I love what's happening right now because a long time ago, John Galliano was the head designer for Dior, and he did some amazing, amazing collections that changed the way fashion looked. John Galliano fell from grace because he was drunk, talking racist stuff, anti-Semitic racist stuff and he was awful for doing that and basically you know was fired and stopped his career everybody knows that that was a long time ago and he has now changed or he says he's changed he's apologized he's moved on and he's now designing for Monsieur Martin Margiela he's been designing for them for quite a while and I just happened to kind of go deep into what he's done because Obviously, he got to dress Madonna for the new Vanity Fair, uh, the new European Vanity Fair, where she looks like God. Um, he put a lot of that stuff together with B. Ackerland, and he's been doing some amazing stuff. The, the new collection, the Coed 2023, it's wonderful, beautiful things. I mean, he's taking fashion again into a different world and i am so excited to see what's going to happen he's made some incredible pieces tabby shoes are included with with crystals and he's putting 
female fabrics onto male shapes and combining everything everyone's wearing really cool headpieces i mean he's just having a lot of fun and making a whole new silhouette and it's really great so i really am really really excited and hopeful to see what he has to offer in the next few months yeah check out the uh one the co-ed collection um it is so good it's the Mesa Margiela co-ed collection 2023 it was released a month ago i mean this collection is really really incredible the shapes the coats the skirts the shoes the hats everything he's combining it's just really really something else and i i love it it's really incredible it's a fashion moment thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this i really appreciate it it gives me a lot of pleasure to talk to you um and i really hope that you come back looking forward to having you with me again whoever you are out there always know that you are loved someone loves you that could be me because i love you thank you for joining today and i hope to talk to you guys next week again bye